Happy Sharp Tongue Tuesday, everybody. This is your host, Jesse May. In this episode, it's me, myself, and I. We're going to be talking a little bit about what happened to me in Fort Worth. Going to discuss my goals that I want to achieve. And we're going to talk about butthole fun. Buckle in, y'all. It's a Sharp Tongue Podcast. I've been waiting for so long, now I finally found someone to stand by me. Ooh. We saw the writing on the wall as we fed this magical fantasy. Ooh. What's up, peeps? Welcome to Sharp Tongue Podcast. It's your host, the adorable, the delicious, the sometimes smelling delicious and good, Jesse May Peluso. It's not a crowd. I know the sound effects are amazing. It's just me screaming, trying to pretend I'm a crowd. Does that really sound like a crowd or just like a tire slowly leaking air? I'm, I'm coming to the realization that I may need cocaine for energy. Now, hear me out. No, I'm just kidding. I would never. I've actually never done coke. Um, I'm running on fumes because... I was in Fort Worth, Texas this past weekend with my platonic life partner, Justin Martindale. Shout out to Justin Martindale. We were at the Hyenas Comedy Club, which I highly recommend checking out. It's in Fort Worth, Texas. We ended up staying. Oh my God, I can't believe this really worked. I got to tell you guys what happened. So my plant fell apart, right? I'm, I'm, I'm totally sidetracked. One of my plants fell apart, my, my succulents. It broke an arm off. So I thought, let me put this noisy bag down. I thought I would just put the broken piece on top of the place where it broke off of to see if it would reconnect, and it's starting to reconnect. Life is amazing. It's like Jeff Goldblum in uh, Jurassic Park. I feel like I quote Jurassic Park a lot, but fuck it. You know, I mean, it's one of my favorite movies, but it's like that scene in Jurassic Park where Jeff Goldblum is in the car, and he's like, life will uh, find a way. It's not possible. Listen, if there's one thing the history of evolution has taught us, it's that life will not be contained. Life breaks free. It expands to new territories and it crashes through barriers painfully, maybe even dangerously. But uh, you're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed? No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. You're right, Jeff. Life always does find a way. But uh, we were at Hyenas Comedy Club. I highly recommend checking it out. A lot of fun. We stayed in the hotel that JFK stayed in before he was brutally assassinated. Uh, It was once called Hotel Texas, but now it's a Hilton. (laughs) Real sexy. Real sexy-like. I can't say um anymore. You know, I I don't want to say um anymore. I wanted to let the host know who performed with us, um, Mana, Mona, Mona has Mano, Mana, Mana, I, we couldn't pronounce her name properly, and that's just because I'm an asshole, her name's Mana, she hosted with us, check her out, Mana Comedy on Twitter, uh, she said a lot of ums, Mana, if you're listening to this, we wanted to let you know you said a lot of ums, in your opening set, 108 ums, that's a lot of ums, girl. You know, you're using up a lot of your time on ums. And I use I use up a lot of my podcast time on ahs and ums myself. So you and I need to work on that shit, okay? 
we got to fill the air with quality sounds like mouth farts we had so much damn fun uh we weren't <laughs> i just said <laughs> justin's brother came and not not he just came right on all of our faces uh no he came to visit justin justin is from san antonio so we had a great time we were supposed to podcast but we were too busy screaming at drag queens all weekend we screamed at them all damn weekend at the rainbow lounge which is a fun place to go to uh if you've ever if you ever find yourself in san antonio or where the fuck were we fort worth you have to go to the Rainbow Lounge. Drag shows every night at like 11 o'clock. If you've never been to a drag show, you're really missing out on life. It's most of the time in a gay club, which if you've never been to a gay club, you're really missing out on a lot. Gay clubs are amazing. You can wear... I could go... I could I could wear a Ziploc as a bra. A Ziploc baggy. And roller skates. Leopard print roller skates. And a teddy bear stuffed animal wrapped around my vagina as the bottoms. And they'd be like, yes, queen, work, loving your outfit, bringing me childhood realness. Like they just accept whatever you do. And that's the most beautiful thing. You got to check it out. We were we were screaming at the d- drag queens. Mulan, shout out to Mulan, who was the most amazing drag queen I've ever seen. She was like a sexy Jackie Chan, like just flipping around doing goddamn cartwheels and backflips and had like bone structure that was just for days, bone structure for days, girl. Uh, (laughs) There was one, ah, I'm getting better. It wasn't that bad. But Justin's brother is my future ex-husband, we've decided. That makes Justin terrified. I was like, we're going to be real brother and sister one day, so you better just get used to that notion. We had a great time. His brother swore he saw a ghost in the elevator, and I swear it's the edibles. We took edibles and went to the drag show. It all kicked in, and we were screaming how high we were on weed. It was it was just amazing. We were screaming at drag queens high on edibles in Fort Worth, Texas, with the ghost of JFK getting onto elevators. Crazy. Crazy weekend. Maybe that's who it was. Paul swears he got on the elevator... And went to go up to the seventh floor. That's where we stayed. And the elevator stopped on the fifth floor. But there was nobody there. So it was just Paul in the elevator. He let the door shut. And out of the peripheral, he said he saw a guy get on the elevator. And he was like, oh, excuse me. And then he turns around and there was nobody there. I wonder if JFK stayed on the fifth floor. I need to Google this right now just to see. It's called the Hotel Texas. And... Uh, which floor? I said another ah. Uh, that's like four. I want you guys to count my ahs. <laughs> which floor did JFK stay on? Let's see. If it's a fifth floor, I'm going to freak out. I'm really going to freak out. He said that, that this guy got on and he was in a suit. Let's see if this gives us anything. Oh, no. It just takes us to hotels.com. Hotel Dex, Texas. Let's see. It says this is where JFK stayed before he was shot in the fucking face. I mean, it, that that's just terrible. It's really terrible that happened. Is a, is a wound still fresh for us, guys? No, it doesn't. It doesn't want to give me any 
information. I guess we can't find out. Let's see. Hotel Texas Kennedy. No, it's just like, stay in hotel. Stay in the hotel. Come on down. You want to stay in the in the room that JFK was in? Well, I don't know if it was him or not. I can't find any information on this because I'm trying to multitask. Soon I will have somebody that is here for me doing all of this, so I won't have to multitask. I'm in my apartment right now handling everything. I'm handling it all. Handling the biz. I should probably let you guys know where I'm going to be coming up. I'm going to be in uptown near you for June first Cabot Comedy Club in Chicopee Massachusetts for one night only CabotComedyClub.com for tickets June 3rd Saratoga Winery one night only my mom and I will be there meet and greet show wine come enjoy June 8th 9th and 10th I'm going back to Texas y'all I'm going right back to Texas I'm going to be at Hyenas in Dallas, Texas, 8th and 9th, and in Plano, Texas on the 10th. Now, these tickets are not available on my website because my website is being rebuilt. It's almost done. But if y'all go to Hyenas, I'll get you the website right now. If I could get quicker with the finger, you got to get quick with the fingers. Hyenas not, HyenasComedyNightClub.com. And you can find tickets. I talked like this for half of one of my shows at Hyenas this past weekend. One of the most fun things about this club is that outside of the comedy club is a little room where they do karaoke. So it just was like we went, did our shows, and then we got to go do karaoke afterwards. And Justin and I picked songs for each other. He made me sing Shoop. I made him sing My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. We did a couple duets. We did Time of Our Lives. I had the time of my life. And we literally had the time of our lives in Texas. Uh, we cried. We laughed. The karaoke was amazing. The drag queens were amazing. It just It's so fun to be able to go with your friend on the road. Like, he's my best friend. De- definitely my best friend. My boo. And we also were able to go see the new Alien movie. <gasps> oh my God. You guys have got to see the new Alien movie. You have to, please, for, for your own good, for the good of humanity, go see it. It is just... Just a really well done, a beautiful film. Michael Fassbender plays a robot. Well, not necessarily. Yeah, I guess a robot. Basically, you know, an AI created by man. If you've seen Prometheus, Prometheus is the prequel to this alien covenant. So if you haven't seen Prometheus, watch it. And if you have seen it, I suggest you watch it again. Just so you get a little, you know, backstory. But it is fucking intense. We had a we had a scream sesh for a minute there. Justin and I definitely screamed at the top of our lungs. We were just screaming at movie theaters and drag queens. That that's what what our weekend was like. I came home. I did laundry. Whenever I come home from the road, you know, it doesn't matter if I had a 14-hour flight, if I had six connections, if I didn't get any sleep the night before, which is always the case. 
because usually the last night I have some fun. I always come home and unpack everything because I'm anal retentive. I have to put everything away. I do a load of laundry. It's like a, a locust. I come home. I unpack all of my shit. I'll take a little hit of the marijuana, put on some music, and put all my shit away like a crazy person instead of just going right to sleep. That's what I normally do. I'm, it's, I'm my mother's daughter, very anal retentive. I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> I just go into a Liam Neeson quote from, from Taken. I'm a man with a certain set of skills. Makes it easy for a guy like me to find a guy like you and I will find you. You know, I was thinking about that movie, Taken. I have a joke about it now on my set. But like, if I was already, uh, you know, there's like that the girls go out and the guys have to bid on them, you know, like the, the sex, the room where the girl stands up, it's basically like, you know, the equivalent of putting donuts in a showcase. You're just like, oh, that donut looks delicious. I'll have that donut. Like, like before you take me out of the game, dad, you know, cause Liam Neeson plays his tough ass dad who saves his daughter from the sex trafficking industry. Can you let me get a quote first? Let me just see. Let me get a ballpark number to see where people are putting my value. Maybe we can make a little money off of this endeavor. Maybe we can get, you know, a nice retirement out of this. Let's let's get some quotes before we jump to any conclusions. Don't take me out of the game yet. Let me at least go up to bat. Okay, Dad? Maybe I don't want you to save me. Ever think about that? Maybe I want to know what my sex trafficking worth is. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you guys about goals. Okay. I wanted to talk to you about my goals in life. And I had a lot of goals in 2016 that that I think are important to set. You got to be focused. I'm all about this Tony Robbins life. You got to have goals. You got to achieve them. So some of my goals, I'll read them to you. A comedy special, which we're working on right now. Five banked episodes a week for the podcast, which I started a new podcast. So that kind of works in it a little bit star on a show. I just filmed a show with VH1 that should be coming out soon. So three out of three so far. The next goal was to EP a TV show. That's something I wanted to work on. I wrote a concept for a show and I was about to partner with a lovely woman, Eliza Bain, to co-write this. And we had a put it on the shelf for a little bit because of everything else that's going on, but that's still going to happen. So we started that process, had to stop it. Fifth thing. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. So we got comedy special. We got banked podcast episodes, star on a TV show, EP, a TV show. Fifth thing, partner with a charity. I did that. I partnered with ACR health in Syracuse, New York. What up? Shout out to my girl, Carrie. Uh, we are, that's the fifth, uh, maybe the sixth, uh, not doing so bad. We are going to work together probably for the rest of my life now. We're hoping to organize an event in Syracuse, New York. ACR Health is a LGBTQ community center in Syracuse, New York. ACR Health has been around for a while. They uh, started back in the day helping people with HIV and AIDS, helping them you know, with health care, and now they are helping the gay, lesbian, trans youth in Syracuse, which is a very high populated of homeless youth. They're helping them get mattresses and 
food and a place where they're safe in a community and help with homework, help with talking to their parents about, you know, uh, being gay or lesbian or bi or whatever the situation is, helping them communicate with their loved ones. They provide therapy. And this organization relies a lot on donations. It relies a lot on the partnership with local businesses to provide products and tools and goods for these children. So if you know anybody who lives in Syracuse, New York, if you know anybody who is in that area, let them know ACR Health is there for them. You can go there and get just a, a sense of 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 well-being and community and it's available for you. It, it's it's there and if you need information, you can contact me jessiemaypalusocomedy at gmail.com. I will be more than happy to put you in contact with the right people to get you information that you need. So we need to learn to love one another and to help the youth, especially that are dealing with so much discrimination, even from their own families. So that is checked off my list, which I'm excited about. An hour of uninterrupted writing five days a week. This, this one I'm working on. I see I just turned that ah into an I because as I was saying ah I realized it was coming out so I just kind of switched it up you see how I just worked on my toes there I I sound like a (laughs) I sound like a Spanish woman coming to orgasm Okay, an hour of uninterrupted writing five days a week we're working on that so that's something that's in the process acting classes just have been, uh, I, I, ah, damn it. I did another, ah, I audited a class here in LA that I really loved and I'm going to join. I also have a couple, uh, classes under my belt from last year and I'm going to be doing it weekly. So I started that. Let's see. Read one inspirational book a month. This one I need to work on a bit. I started a a few of them. I'm the type of person that starts eight books at one time. I want to learn everything at once. So I need to work on this one. A late show set and become a comedy store regular. These two things I'm also starting to work on. So you know what, guys? My goal list is not a complete failure. Everything is incremental in life. But I, I highly suggest writing down some goals, seeing them. This is right next to my desk. I look at it every day. It keeps me motivated. So that's my little advice for the day. Write down your goals and try to achieve them. Life is too short. Don't be a lazy fuck on the couch. And that's a big misconception with marijuana. You know, a lot of my uh, team, people on my team have been concerned about me smoking weed. They're like, be careful. You got to be careful with that shit. And I don't smoke it to forget. I don't smoke it to numb myself. I don't smoke it every goddamn day and get high as hell on the couch and Netflix and chill with myself. I smoke certain strains in the morning sometimes. It makes me super motivated. It's kind of like Adderall without the side effects on your liver and body. And I have issues falling asleep, so I have a strain for that. I was just talking about this with my boy Jaleel today because we were talking a little bit about, you know, the benefits of the medicine. And he he asked me, you know, what are, what are the ones you like and how, how has it helped your life? And so I have certain strains that I use for certain things. And, you know, sometimes I want to eat a grilled cheese sandwich 
and f- maybe four more of them. Maybe I'll put six cheeses in the grilled cheese sandwich, dip it in some Cocoa Krispies, fry it, and then and then I've got, you know, gas for the next four days. But I'm, at least I'm living my truth. So suck on that, anybody who's concerned about my marijuana consumption. It's minimal. Everybody calm down. Back the fuck up. I'm a grown woman. I'm getting shit done. Did you guys not just hear how many things I checked off my goals sheet? God damn it. And that was in my 2016 goals. So I got to rewrite it for 2017 at the end of this year. I'll, I'll check back. I'll review it. See how, how much I've gotten done by the end of the year. I still got some time. I asked you guys to send me some questions and I'm going to answer them. I asked on Twitter. A few of you responded. I don't know why I sound so weird. I sound like, what's her name from uh, Face Off? Mackenzie, what's her goddamn name? Let's Google her. I love that show Face Off. Has anybody watched that show Face Off on sci-fi? Like you guys can answer me. It's such a good show. You have to watch it. Incredibly talented makeup artist just competing to become face-off winner you know just they they have a winner each season I think they're like 12 seasons in now they make all sorts of crazy creatures and different you know like science fiction and scary and funny and gory you gotta check it out what's her name Mackenzie Westmore because her father was a famous uh special effects guy so uh, I don't know why I just said that but you know maybe because oh I sounded weird so I'm gonna answer your questions Jacob at drink snapple tea asks how did did your life improve after smoking pot well how high high are you because you just repeated a word twice <laughs> that's funny jacob you should ask we were just talking about that my life improved you know i just started smoking pot more regularly the past four years and it's just calmed me down it's eased a lot of my anxieties it's helped me get some sleep it's opened my mind it's made me compassionate, more compassionate and patient and, and f- just an overall sense of well-being as Travis from Honey Bear Farms and I like to say. Uh, I just feel connected. I feel more in tune with myself and my body. And I'm sure a lot of that is also just about my own personal growth. But uh-huh. uh, I think, damn it, there's another uh. Is anyone keeping track? So I just think overall it's improved my life from a very it's I don't even call myself a conservative smoker I'm just a moderate smoker I don't get stoned out of my mind every damn day I smoke five days a week and I don't really blast myself with it on on weeds day that's the day I really get into it you know I, I sort of enjoy weeds day I go with it and then you know I sprinkle it out throughout the week because I'm a grown-ass woman and I deserve it Oh, Jacob, you asked me another question at Drink Snapple Tea. Why is it at Drink Snapple Tea? Let me go to your picture here. You have a picture of uh, Kramer. And you've got a lot of, oh, you got some good retweeted stuff. I don't know why you're at at Drink Snapple Tea, but live your truth, Jacob. Maybe you like that shit. He asks, why do some people just straight up stink? They got to know they smell funky, right? Should everyone want to smell pretty like Queefy May? (laughs) If you don't know... My Twitter handle is Queefy May. It was Queefy May for a long time. And then Joe Rogan was like, Queefy May, really? And then I was like, what? And I took it down for a little bit. Now we're back. We're back in action. I don't know. You know, I think body funk is 
really cultural. I think it's definitely something that exists within each culture differently. I like to smell good. I pride myself on smelling fresh and clean. I have butt wipes I travel with. I have oil that I travel with to put on my body. I have uh, talcum powder. I have gum, dry shampoo. I make sure I smell fuckable all the time. And I'm not even trying to fuck all the time. I'm just like trying to put that out there like, you know, I've got the capability and I smell nice. I think it's a woman's duty to smell nice and just a person's duty in general. You can't come over with some Parmesan nuts and expect me to just be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is good. Add some spice in my life, Emerald. We need to get Gordy, Gordon Ramsay up in this goddamn kitchen nightmare of a Parmesan nut kitchen that we got going on. I, I, I don't know why some people just straight up stink. Maybe people have poor, you know, their noses are numb and they don't know. I'm always stressed out that my breath is hot. I, there's nothing worse than a hot breath. And I think it's our duty to to let people know when they smell. It's not rude. If anything, you're helping a person because you could send them off having, you know, hot twat breath and maybe they're going to go talk to somebody that could potentially be their future loved one but is not going to because their mouth smells like a gaping wound, you know? So I think it's our duty to let people know. You can let them know nicely. Be like, hey, man, have a piece of gum. And if they're like, I don't want a piece of gum, you should go, you need a piece of gum. It's not about wants at this point. It's about the survival of humanity. Have a fucking slice, chew it up, and save us all. Let's Masturbate asks, really? His name is at Straya Fuck Yeah. Straya Fuck Yeah, whatever. He asks, have you ever drank the bong water? I have drank the bong water on accident. I don't even know how to explain it. I, I I think I was drunk in high school and and somebody definitely put it in front of me and I was like, oh, this looks like a really great cocktail. Let me just drink my sorrows away. Choked on it for sure. I feel like you you're not you you're not really in the into the cannabis culture if you haven't accidentally or purposefully drank bong water. You know, it's kind of like the blood of Christ. <laughs> Meg at Megan715 asks, what's your favorite ice cream? Chocolate chip cookie dough all day, boo. All day. I love chocolate chip cookie dough, but I fucks with salted caramel. Ooh, and I like green tea mochi. Whenever I go to sushi, I want to get some sushi tonight. I, I love some green tea mochi. That shit is delicious. If you've never had it, try it. And, and you know, that's the one thing. Don't say you don't like something you haven't tried. When it comes to butthole sex... When it comes to ice cream, try it. You don't want to be in your deathbed wondering if it was delicious. You have to know for sure. Billy Two Hands at Dubna asks, what does one statue say to another statue? I'm hard. Are you as hard as me? I don't know. We're both so hard. What does one statue say to another statue? I'm going to look. You know what? You know what? At Dubna, I can go on Google right now. And answer it right now. What does one statue? How do you spell statue? What a weird word. Stat statute. Oh, that's a real, real weird word, huh? Say to another statue. I'm guessing this is just like a joke for a five-year-old. Let's see. Statue. Whoops, I can't spell. 
hey guys, what did one statue say to the other statue? Is it like statue of limitations or like a statue, like a, uh, no one gets it. Statues don't speak. Oh, I'm on like a nerd board. Statues don't speak. It's f- 310 for logic induced attempts of a joke while people are really mean on this site. Is that you? Statue? Oh, is that you? Yeah, it's me. So it's like a play on the, on the phonetic sound of statue. Statue? Hey, statue? Yeah, that's me. Oh, God, buddy. You got to go back to the drawing board. Billy, two hands? I think you need a couple more hands, bud, to write a better joke. Come at me next week, okay? I love you so much. Yachty McYacht face. <laughs> Great name. At Clay underscore 57 asks, when are you coming back to the DC Improv? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I should ask them. I'll reply to you and to them and we'll ask them when I'm coming back because I love DC. It's a great city. It's a wonderful city. The The Cherry Blossom Festival is amazing. There's so much history there. Smoking weed. It, it's just a delightful city. I'll have to let you know, Yachty McYacht Face. Um, I feel like you might be a fun person to hang out with with a name like that. And the fact that you have LL Cool J as your who is it i can't even see my phone is like all fuzzy right now it won't blow up your picture but the small one looks like ll cool j i could just be totally seeing this wrong um damn it i said um come on son of a dick hole i'm here it's sharp tongue is alive we're making it work guys hilarious is coming along lovely we should be up and running within a couple weeks we're, I'm booking guests after I'm done with this. I'm going to be booking guests for that. I will continue to bring you guys as much entertainment as I can because that's my job and I love doing it. Put something in your butthole this week and think of me, guys. And write your goals down and achieve them. And get high and eat delicious foods and laugh and enjoy life and go see Alien Covenant. Oh! <gasps> 